T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Matt Bowen. Two throws. This one aired out for Galloway. And with contact, it's picked off. Intercepted by Matt Bowen. NFL writer and analyst for ESPN. The ball came out. Right now, they're calling fumble. Matt Bowen knocked it out. Seven-year NFL veteran. We talked about it last week a little bit, Lawrence. You know, Dan was on vacation and all that. But uh, when you were there last week working, we talked about how. Fight <laughs> 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 me, Bowen. <laughs> Defensive back coach for IC Catholic football. One of the greatest things and most rewarding things about being a high school coach is to see the impact you can have on your student athletes. Matt Bowen with Bernstein and Holmes on 670 The Score. Let Matt Bowen talk. Shut up. I was wrong. He's not at the Senior Bowl, but he is covering the happenings at the Senior Bowl as he is also looking at the free agent market in the NFL. Matt Bowen is all football things to football people, and he is with us on the score hotline that is presented by Circus Sports Illinois at Matt Bowen 41 on Twitter, twitch.tv. Slash Chicago 670, the score is always something you should be checking out as well. Matt, what's top of mind for you? I know that that's a, a big undertaking every year to put that top 50 list together. What did you learn in doing it? Um, it is hard. It is challenging. I've talked to a lot of people, watched a lot of tape. And at the end of the day, Dan, the number one thing is you have to trust your own eyes, right? You have to believe what you see when you're an evaluator and you're looking at tapes. So that's the number one thing I take away from it. And also, it's hard at times. Look at a player. Like Chase Young, I didn't really know where to rank him. You know, he has the physical tools. He has the traits, but he's had injuries. On the flip side, he's only 25 years old. Yeah, he's a, he's a very interesting he, case. He also doesn't defend the run. He doesn't want to. Well, that can happen at times. You see some certain things on this film. Um, I think at times this year he's played too upright in terms of his pad level as a pass rusher. We've seen situations where he's not disciplined as a pass rusher or as a run defender. But again, I go back to what do NFL evaluators look at. He's a former top five pick and he has the traits. So can you get him in your system? Can you coach him? Because he was drafted there for a reason, guys. Right. And again, it might not be a three to four year deal with Chase Young could be a one year deal. And that's what he might be looking at. And I expected much more. When he left Washington via trade and went to the, to the Niners, with all that talent around him, you expected to see so much more production, and it didn't happen. Matt, are there any centers out there that the Bears could go get? Connor Williams from Miami. Now, look, I dropped him down. He's only 27 years old. I dropped him down to number 43, and the reason is he had an ACL injury in December. Okay, so anytime we're looking at a player, 
you know, one thing you have to look at is age and injuries, obviously. But when did the injury occur, right? So someone like Connor Williams, you have to account for he's not going to be ready for minicamp, not going to be ready for OTAs. When is he probably going to be ready for training camp? But as we've discussed before with a knee injury, look, it's much different, uh, Lawrence, if we're talking about a wide receiver defensive back, right? Talking about an interior offensive lineman. But again, what are his traits? He's someone that is excellent in in space. He's more of a positional blocker. But especially when he climbs to the second level, he's very good. So how does a knee impact him? But again, if you're the Bears, you might get a discount on him because of that injury. Is there anyone in the draft that you think that they could get who could be better than him? Uh, that's a great question. I haven't studied all the centers yet, but I'll, I'll tell you what, when this guy is healthy, he's a pretty good football player. And, and that's, you know, there's a reason free agency is before the draft, right? Because you're going to find guys who are pro ready, who have pro tape, have a ton of reps and a ton of experience. So you can put into your system right away and you know, they can play at a high level with where a young player, we see it all the time. It takes time to develop. Look at Tyreek Stevenson this year. Look at the first half of the season, the game tape versus the second half of the season. Much different player in the second half. What you expect, that gradual, that gradual development. But you need that development, especially at center, on day one. Well, what kind of challenge would it be to have a rookie quarterback and a rookie center? That doesn't sound, yeah. it doesn't sound appetizing to me. Because you've you got to compete. You're going to be a top five defense next year. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're competing. I think it's asking an awful lot to pair a rookie quarterback with someone other than a very experienced veteran center. I agree hundred percent. Someone that can help you up front that can make the protection calls for you. Right. That can set the protection that can talk to you in the huddle that can talk to you on the sidelines. Someone is, who has seen everything and a player like Connor Williams has seen everything. I think it's very important, Dan, to pair a young quarterback, uh, who's going to need a lot of time in terms of development and understanding the pro game, especially that first month of the season, to have a veteran in front of them makes a ton of difference. The championship games seem like they're far away, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They're only four days away. Where did the Ravens go wrong in that game? I think a couple of things. Let's start on defense. I think the first half, what, what Mike McDonald is, look, he's a heck of a football coach, just got hired by the Seattle Seahawks to be their new head coach. They're very zone heavy, okay? But when you play against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey against zone coverage, look at simple routes, like a sail route. So a sail route is a three-level flood, right? You got an outside vertical, you have Kelsey running the out route, and they have an underneath flat route. Well, Kelsey won't run the out route. Why? Because he's so experienced. He'll see where the strong safety sits down in his zone, and then he'll just tighten the route and adjust the route. And they are so good at exposing zone coverage you know, Kelsey was so productive in that first half. Plus, they can run the football. They're a different team. But then the second half, you saw what Baltimore did, right? More man heavy. Okay, because they had to. They had to match up. But something about that game that stands out to me. I know I'm getting a little off topic, but Patrick Mahomes was so good in the first half from a numbers perspective and a tape perspective. But look at him in the second half. He didn't have highlight plays right to the end of the game when he threw the deep over out to MVS. But he didn't he didn't turn the ball over. He didn't put his offense in a negative situation. He really managed that game, the flow of that game in the second half based on what his defense was doing. And that brings me to, you know, Baltimore. There's going to be questions with Todd Monk and what they did offensively. There has to be right. There has to be questions because they are the one of the best rushing teams in the NFL. Early, early in the game, they run power up, you know. They kick out, they pull the backside guard, downhill with Gus Edwards, positive game. That's a productive run. That's Baltimore Ravens football. But they turned that game into a situation where Lamar Jackson 
became a drop back thrower, consistently drop back thrower. You didn't see a lot of quarterback design runs. You didn't see a lot of play action and movement. And I think that really played into the hands of Kansas City, especially with Spags. Like we talked about, what is his identity? It's pressure and it's man pressure, and they got after him. I, I'm still trying to figure out, like, what do you think Munkin saw that that made him say, you know what, like maybe we're better off suited than because because I mean, they. They played the run well, but it, it felt like they just kind of gave up on it. Yeah, I, I agree. And look, I don't know the right answer there, Lawrence, but I do think this is a difference when you play against a, a coach like Andy Reid and Spags, who have been there before, right? And that sounds generic, but you saw in both games, the teams with championship experience, okay? They didn't make a lot of mistakes. They managed the game the right way. Where the team like Baltimore, I know Coach Harbaugh has been there, but Todd Munkin hasn't been on that stage, right? So now you have a coach who's trying to adjust his game plan, but not sticking with what got them there. I guess that's the way to answer it is they went away from their identity. Why Kansas City stuck to their own identity? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In the NFC title game, it looked like Detroit was was clear sailing. Like, everything yeah. looked great. Then the second half happens. I thought Brock Purdy played great in the second mm-hmm. half. What did you see? I did with Brock Purdy. Uh, I agree 100%. He hits the defined throws, you know, attacking tight windows versus zone coverage, making the throws versus man, but also made the plays outside of structure, right? Showed his athletic ability to get outside and move as a runner, um, made some off-schedule throws as well, uh, and protected the football, put the ball where it was supposed to be. And then, you know, the flip side with Detroit, again, team that hasn't been there before, going against a Niners team. A lot of those guys have already played in a Super Bowl. Turning the football over, dropping passes, not converting on opportunities. And look, I know there's a big, a big discussion on Dan Campbell and the decisions he made on fourth down. But I'll say this. You know, those are the decisions that kind of propelled that team to get to that point. That was their identity, was they are going to take risks. They're going to try to cash in on those risks. If you want to question anything, it's the decision to run the football in the low red zone at the end of the game where they had to burn a timeout. That completely changed the course of the end of that football game. Now you're playing completely different situational football where you have to do an onside kick. And look, you can't get onside kicks anymore in the NFL. I looked at the numbers. 
I was doing something for ESPN a couple weeks ago. When I was a rookie in 2000, there were 17 onside kicks recovered. Okay, I think this year was one. Okay, the rules have changed so much. You can't overload one side. You can't get a running start. That used to be the Wild West out there, and the ball would go everywhere. So if you have to put yourself in position in today's NFL to get an onside kick, you're really, really reaching. And so that's why I go back to that decision to run the football at the end of the game. The Senior Bowl is ongoing. I don't know what the consensus is for this year's overall crop. I know sometimes mm-hmm. there's they will look over the talent and say, well, it, it's some, some years of the Senior Bowl is a better measuring stick than others simply because of who happens to be going up against whom. What are mm-hmm. we hearing about early returns? Early returns, um, you know, a player like Roman Wilson from the University of Michigan is having a really good week at the wide receiver position, up and down play at the quarterback position. Look, this is going to happen when you go to an all-star game. I hope everyone understands that these quarterbacks are thrown to new players. They have a new coach talking to them. They're being taught new techniques, and you expect them to go out after, you know, a couple of meetings to start lighting it up. It's not going to happen. So what you're really looking at there, Dan, and this is how I always have done it when I was down in Mobile, is I watch certain things. You know, the ability to, to be coached. If you get beaten one-on-ones, because you're going to, you're going against really high-level football players, can you adjust in the next rep? Do you, do you take that next rep and demand to play that same wide receiver again? Say, well, I want him again. Look at uh, the one-on-ones, offense and defensive pass rush. You know, there's a technique involved there. I want to see people compete. That's the number one thing I look for. Who wants to compete down there? Who really wants to compete? And you see that during one-on-ones. You know, seven-on-seven in team, it's not live. You know, it's, it's thud. So you're not going to have a high-speed uh, evaluation, in my opinion, in seven-on-seven and seven team. What you're really looking for, me, you know, a broad view of this is how they're coaching individual periods. Do they carry it over to one-on-ones? Do they carry it over to team? Do they make their own self-corrections throughout the course of the practice? And there's a lot you can see there because, really, that's just a small piece of it. That's part of the job interview, no question. But are you seeing the same things you saw on tape? Because the tape is the reason they got there. Right. And it happens too often. You see it on Twitter the last couple of days. Well, this player can't play anymore. What do you mean he can't play? Because he had two bad reps and one on ones. No, no, no. That means he has to make an adjustment off the new personnel he's going against and the new coach he's working with. So never forget about what got them there. And that's the tape they had at the college level. It, it, what's a what's another thing about being at the senior bowl that maybe those of us who are not in it don't know? Like you've been down there a ton. What are the things that players need to understand if they're going to spend the week there? Well, one, it's, it's talking with coaches and scouts. You know, when you're done with practice at any, whether it's the East, West, or I went to the Hula Bowl, you know, back in 2000 in Maui. Now, that, that, that's a good trip back then. But um, you're meeting with coaches. Once you're done with practice, they're watching everything. You're going to have interviews at night. You're going to meet with head coaches. You're going to meet with assistant coaches, general managers. Uh, college scouts, you're going to meet with all of them and you're going to go through a series of interviews. It's going to be late at night. It's not just the football aspect of it. That's part of it. But the interviews are a very big part of it down there because they want to get more for their evaluation. And then they're going to follow up on it again at the combine uh, at the end of this month. So that's, to me, Lawrence, the interview process is a critical piece of it in addition to what you do on the field. What do you make of, of Bobby Slowick and Ben Johnson staying put in their jobs as offensive coordinators. 
Well, one, I think they're in great spots. There's no question about it. They they lead two of the really the best offenses we've seen this past year in the NFL. Um, it's interesting to me. I, I don't, you know, you have to ask this question when they go into an interview. It doesn't mean they had a poor interview at all. It's just what do they want? Is it a number of years? Is it a certain coaching staff they want to bring with? Do they mesh with the general manager? Do they mesh with the owner? There's a lot of things that play there. Um, now they're both younger coaches. Okay, I understand that, but Mike McDonald just got hired. He's a very young coach out in Seattle. Um, Jared Mayo with the New England Patriots, very young coach. So it doesn't mean they did poorly in interviews at all. It could just be Lawrence. They think they got a good thing going, and they might have an opportunity next year or the year after where the opportunity is actually better for them in terms of having a, a, a better general manager, being able to, to pick a better staff they can work with. So there's a lot of things that go into it. And I understand there's only 32 jo- of these jobs in the world, but sometimes, and we've seen it before, we've seen it here in Chicago and we've seen it a lot in Washington where you pick the wrong coach or the wrong coach goes into a unique situation, doesn't work for him. And then everything starts to, the wheels start to come off pretty quickly. I'm really impressed, honestly, by those guys making that choices mm-hmm. because there's a scarcity of the job, as you pointed out, but that doesn't mean that you have to take a bad job especially no. if your position that you're in right now is really good and serves you. Right. And, and Slowick is a great example. He's going to have CJ Stroud going into his second year. And that's where you really make your most development. That That's the biggest jump right there. Year one, a year two. Now look what he did in year one, right? Okay. So if he can add even more development to his game and you go into next season with the, with the skill players they have, with the additions they can make on the offensive line next year, what they can do with their defense next year, that could be a playoff team again. And now you're, you're leading another top offense in the NFL. So like you said, Lawrence, maybe that opens up even more doors for Bobby Sloak next offseason. Question I have from a larger perspective, zooming out a little bit, and it's how as a scout are you observing that the transfer portal – is mm-hmm. affecting professional development. I know we've looked at it about quarterbacks who've played in multiple systems, have had different terminology, etc. I'm curious how for across the board, where as much as coaches want to sell you on continuity and being in the same place and the same teammates, mm. there's something to be said for the mercenary idea of, look, I'm, I'm going to get a great football education in more than one place with different coaching staffs, and I'm going to absorb all of it and take it upon myself to do what's best for me professionally. How many years of, of this transfer portal is it going to take for us to understand what it means for development? Well, I think it means a lot. Um, you know, there's, there's, obviously positives and negatives about it. We all understand that. But in terms of the positives, you could take a receiver who's in an offense that is very run heavy, but has the traits to be very productive. Well, if he goes and gets another opportunity at a different school and he catches 75 passes, well, one, that's going to improve his draft grade right there. Evaluators are going to be able to see more on the tape, okay, because he's getting more volume in terms of target volume in the pass game. Same thing for a running back that's in a pass-heavy offense that plays out of the gun. He goes to an offense that is more pro-style system through the transfer portal and gets more downhill carries and is more advanced now in pass protection. That's going to impact his overall draft grade as well. The one, the, you know, the one thing I don't like about the transfer portal, and this is me being a high school head coach, is it has really impacted high school recruiting. There's not enough scholarships anymore because I understand it. Like we were just talking about before, are you going to take a, a rookie center and pair him with a rookie quarterback? No, you're going to go free agency, right? 
Well, it's the same thing with the portal. You're going to take a high school defensive back. You're going to, you're going to take the guys played two years already in college is more mature, both in his physical profile in terms of his mental ability to understand football. Well, you're going to take the, the veteran player from another school. But what's that, what that is doing guys is let's say, let's say you have 25 scholarships, right? And 10 of them go to, go to portal kids. Well, now you only got 15 for high school kids. So what's happening is there's not as many division one spots anymore for high school players. So it's all being pushed down, right? You're having more players go to the FCS level and even the D2 and D3 level now than before because the portal has changed recruiting. Matt, we appreciate the the, the well-thought-out stuff, and that we appreciate you, man. Thanks for being on the show. All right, guys. We'll talk Super Bowl next week. You better believe it. We sure will. That is Matt Bowen. And speaking of that game... You can join 670 The Score and Circa Sports Illinois for the big game party on Sunday, February 11th at Benchmark in Old Town. The Molly and Haw Show, the Bernstein and Holmes Show with Layla Rahimi and Parkinson Spiegel. All of us broadcasting live from noon to 3 p.m. Getting you ready for that big game between Kansas City and San Francisco. You must have at least $100 in your Circa Sports Illinois app to attend. Doors open at noon. There will be live entertainment and complimentary game day bites. Go to CircaSports.com to sign up for the invite and more info. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.